0: Hello, welcome to my Sober Militia podcast. Today's episode is called, A Problem with Alcohol. As many of you know, I recently published a book about my sober journey. On the day of the launch, I took a risk, one I was very hesitant to take. I asked a few people, including my publisher, about whether or not I should open up to some of my colleagues about my accomplishments. After some deliberation, I started to open up to those with whom I felt I at least had a connection, and not to everyone. I crafted a short email about my journey and book launch titled, Very Big Day for Me, and then I sent it out to about 14 people. I was surprised to only receive four replies back. Many of the people I reached out to I have since seen in person, and there has been no mention of my reaching out to them. For whatever reason, this bothered me a little, Not from a hurt feelings perspective, but more from a why wouldn't people respond perspective. I talked a little bit about this with my partner, and I finally came to a surprising realization. It may be coincidental, but I think it's actually quite relevant. Those who did respond are people who either do not drink, or those who drink very little. Is it a coincidence? I'm doubting it. The realization i eventually came to was the idea that people are not comfortable talking about alcohol especially giving up alcohol it is somewhat taboo like politics religion sexuality or any other addictions i say any other addictions because all of the other addictions are widely believed to be things bad people do you know the addictions of which i'm talking drugs gambling sex love, and even food. People have a distorted view of most addictions. They see them as things associated with very bad people, homelessness, and extremely unhealthy living. It makes sense, right? This is how drug use, sex and love addiction, gambling, and food addiction are portrayed in the media. Anyone involved with such things is considered an outcast and someone who has a problem because of the media portrayal in books movies television and news it's easy to stand on a pedestal and point to someone suffering from addiction and say i'm not one of those people are you sure alcoholism is also perceived in this way but only when it is blindingly obvious we see the drunk and homeless person on the street the overbearing and embarrassing person at the party the loud and obnoxious neighbor or the abusive parent, and we think, that person has a problem with alcohol. Nobody ever points at those people and says, alcohol is a problem. Why? We can't say alcohol is a problem out loud, or even to ourselves when we, too, are drinking, because that would mean we have the potential to have a problem as well. Nobody wants to be the person who has a problem with alcohol, but guess what? It is not the person who is the problem, and we have to stop viewing alcoholism and addiction in this way. Nobody ever says, that person has a problem with heroin. It is widely considered to be common knowledge that heroin is a problem for everyone. I guarantee you, if heroin was advertised and revered in the same way as alcohol, it would be an even larger problem. The same is true with cocaine, methamphetamines, oxycontin, and any number of other drugs available on the street or even in the drugstore. We do not have a problem. The drugs are the problem. And sorry to be the one to tell you this, but alcohol is a drug too. The society of alcohol, as I like to call it, is truly a silent killer. I do not know how it started, but somehow alcohol never received the same rap as other drugs. We do not look at it in the same way we do not talk about it in the same way. In fact, we do not even acknowledge it as a problem at all. We're certainly quick to point out the problem those people have with it, but it, as a chemical, is not the problem. We are all generally highly intelligent people. How on earth have we allowed ourselves to be coerced into believing such false sentiments? Even when the truth about nicotine finally found its way into our general knowledge, We made drastic changes about our beliefs regarding it and its acceptance in society. It is still used, but it is highly frowned upon, especially in community settings. And may we all be damned if we even considered encouraging our children to smoke or use tobacco. How many people do you know who have offered a drink to a child? I've done it. Here, just try a drink. Then we all laugh at the grimace made by the innocent after tasting the toxicity. Nobody ever says, here, just take a small puff of my cigarette. Why? Because nicotine is not accepted any longer. Why? Because it is a problem. Alcohol is not only accepted, but it is also encouraged, and even worse, a person may even be questioned negatively if they choose not to partake in the deception. I'm sorry, but that is a fucking tragedy. One statement I read early on in my sobriety hit me incredibly hard and has stuck with me ever since. It was said by Annie Grace in her book, This Naked Mind. She said, most people rarely drink less over time. Think about that statement for a moment. Is it true? How many people do you know have talked about cutting down or on drinking? Well, it's a tricky one because people do not like to talk openly about it but I'm willing to bet we have all heard it said from someone we are close to, or we have even said it ourselves at one point or another. I know I've said it many times. I've talked at great length about all my failed attempts at moderation. Why is it so hard to moderate? Because alcohol doesn't work that way. It's not even created to be consumed sparingly. Look at the way bars, restaurants, stores, television, movies, and literature not only advertise and promote alcohol, but actually promote the overconsumption of alcohol. It is considered cool to drink too much. We brag about it, joke about it, make fun of each other when we do it. It's a freaking party. Let's literally destroy our physical and emotional body with poison. What the fuck? It is a scientifically proven fact alcohol is one of the most addictive and destructive drugs on the planet. And we, what? Don't wanna talk about it? Don't wanna admit it? Don't see the destructive power of it in someone we know? Don't believe it? Don't wanna celebrate someone who has walked away from it? Don't wanna take an open, honest look at our own relationship with it? What is it about alcoholism that makes us afraid to talk about the truth. It is not hidden. It is not hard to find. It is not only present in a small, isolated group. It's not those people's problems. It's not outside our circles and friendships. It is not outside most of our families. No, it's highly prevalent in each of our own communities, societies, families, circles, friendships, and loved ones. Alcohol is a problem, and nobody is immune to it. That is ultimately what we are afraid of, isn't it? We don't want to be that person, but guess what? That person is our friend, our spouse, our ex, our sibling, our parent, our child, our colleague, our doctor, our therapist. Our professor, our, that person is us. Let's stop ignoring the problem. Let's start a real conversation about alcohol. You might be surprised to find that confirmation may start with a very close friend. want to make too big of a deal out of what happened at work, but I did want to use it as something that kind of inspired me to think a little bit deeper into how people's minds might be working around the idea of alcohol and alcoholism, um, especially in regards to people we may know really well. So it, it kind of caught me off guard just a little bit because I was feeling pretty, you know, happy about everything that was going on and excited and and I wanted to share it with some people, but I didn't know if it was appropriate. And uh, like I said, I just, you know was told to go and do it to people I felt close to, and so I did. And like I said in the blog, I only heard back from a few people. So when I talked about this later with my partner, uh, one of the things that kind of creeped into my head was this idea that, well, who did respond? And I, I looked at it and I thought, they're all people who don't really drink or don't drink at all. And then I thought, well, that can't be a coincidence. Because those people were quick to respond, say congratulations, and uh, and tell me that they were proud of what I was doing. And that was pretty cool. But nobody else did. And I thought that was very interesting. And so I decided to kind of dig a little deeper into that as far as uh, things that we see out there in our world when we're sober and, um, you know, how we may be perceived and, Society by people who, you know, are still drinking or, you know, don't seem to think they have a problem or whatever. And so the way this blog kind of played out was kind of neat because I felt like I took a little bit of a step back and tried to kind of think about a problem that I think we see every day out there and one that I think needs attention. Because while we may pretend that there is no problem with alcohol in our community, in our society. If you take any amount of time to really pay attention to it, it's obviously there. And we see it all the time. And so it's not so much whether there is a problem, it's more rather of are we willing to admit it. And I remember when I was still drinking, uh, I had no thoughts that alcohol was a problem. I was one of those people that Looked at someone who had a problem with alcohol and uh, blamed the person more than I did the chemical. And I'm glad that I've grown since then, especially now that I'm in this uh, trajectory and path of working in the sober community because I now realize that all of us, anybody out there has a potential to become addicted at something that they're using or doing, depending on what's going on in their life, and most of the time, I think the addiction is not so much uh, what the person is doing, but more so much what the chemical may be doing to that person. And then, of course, you know, like I've said from the beginning, we obviously make a choice to use that substance. So I've always said that, you know, the choice to quit is the same as the choice to use, um, and I stick to that pretty strongly because I feel like we all can choose every day and we do even when we're in active addiction we choose not to use when it's not uh, beneficial to us like going to work or driving or uh, different parts throughout the day we make a choice not to use it so I know that we can so I do still stick to that but I know that the you know especially with alcohol the the chemical makeup of it is so much that uh, eventually it will require you to want more and The more you answer that calling, the worse it gets. And then the addiction starts. So I think that um, thinking about how we interact with each other and how we communicate and talk is really important. And I think it's getting a lot better because you hear a lot of people coming out and talking about the issues that are happening with addictions and being open to that with their friends and family and social media and everything. Which I think is great because it's it's opening doors, and I think people are gonna become more and more comfortable about talking about it. But based on what just happened recently with me, I kind of felt well, it hasn't happened yet because you know even some of the people that didn't respond, I've seen in person since, and nobody even mentioned it, and I just can't imagine that you know knowing somebody doing something that was pretty big deal and not even just saying hey congratulations, it's amazing what you're doing. Uh, I just I can't fathom it and so the only thing I can relate it to is the idea that because alcohol is in the conversation it's just easier not to even broach it because I don't think people know how to deal with it Um, which is interesting and I think it's something that is important for us as we move forward into our sober communities and getting to know more and more people and you know especially as we talk to people who maybe haven't taken that step yet and, and offering that to them and letting them know that it's okay to talk about and it's okay to talk to you know us or their friends and family because we all need each other as a community to kind of walk this line and figure out where we need to go. So I hope that that resonates a little bit with some people. And I think at the ending there of the blog, what I'm basically saying is, is we really do need to stop looking at alcohol in the way that we are looking at it. And we now need to start having a more open conversation about experiences and um, ways people are overcoming it and how people are living their lives alcohol-free and how much more you can get from life if you are not clouded all the time. And I just think that conversation needs to happen a little bit more and more. So I'm hoping you guys will help me do that as we continue moving down this path of learning more and more about our growth and life anyway i hope you guys are doing really well you're having a great weekend Um, i'll look forward to talking more as we continue down this road stay safe stay strong stay sober